0: It's Monday Okay, it's not that exciting, it's just Monday Uh, Hope you had a great weekend everybody Uh, My name is Sean Shapiro, I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service And I talk about traffic safety, traffic law and police stuff every single day That I show up to work Actually that's not true because when I'm at home I talk about it all the time too It's sort of part of my life, it's that thing, it's my bag, it's what I do Anyway, I hope you had a great weekend and uh, although I didn't mean to put this lower third on a Vision Zero enforcement team, it does remind me that I'm about to talk about it and uh, we've been talking about a lot of things. Most of what we'll talk about today is based on you. This is a show for you by you. Well, yeah, it is. I'm just here to answer the questions, but if you ask me about donuts, that's what we'll talk about. If you ask me about traffic stuff, we'll talk about that, which is the preferred conversation I must say. Uh, I am playing with new stuff and things. We got an update. There is an update to the uh, the system, which is kind of exciting, I think. We have, uh, can I do this here? Here, I'll take that down. Uh, we can do stuff like zoom out to give ourselves uh, a different perspective. All these cool features that I haven't even plugged in. I have I have scenes now. Restream is stepping up the game. This is, a, this is 2.0. I like it. And although I have a button, I can't change it while it's on, but I, we can go vertical video too. It's really weird. Anyway, uh, before we get into Vision Zero, just a, uh, a note that we have uh, someone who left a message like yesterday morning. <laughs> I programmed this. I can't believe it. You can send messages once it's programmed. So at 9 51 in the morning, they, they put them in a message talking about uh, saying they want to be applying for a, a police uh, special constable or parking enforcement officer. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, we have uh, Tan who says, good morning, Sean. Stephen Bell who says, good morning, Sean. Uh, we have a good morning, Sean, from Paul. Uh, we've got Randy McNaught who says, good morning, sir, Sean. Hope you had a great weekend. I most certainly did. Thank you for asking. And, of course, we have a morning from Big Jeff Fresh. Uh, we haven't had any messages come through on TikTok yet. I'm hoping that that's all working properly. Oh, we just saw Emma come in with a good morning. But it hasn't flagged over yet, and uh, I don't know if it's going to. I don't know. Let's see what happens now. Uh, I, I had a, a good one-hour-long conversation with the fine folks at Restream, trying to figure out the ins and outs of of how it all works, and uh, we're going to find out if we can make that work today the way we want to, anyway. Let me see here. Button here. It gave me a, t- a hint. Hmm. If I do this, no, that's not the one. Hang on, hang on. There we go. If I turn this off and then turn this on, apparently it makes things work better. Anyway. Hi from New York. That's a comment from Ed McDuffery. And uh, Waddell Engineering says, good morning. Good morning to everybody. So great to have you here. Okay. Uh, I've got some tips and tricks and things that I'm going to try and employ to make everything work better. But if it's not working for you and you want to get the proper proper feed, well, then jump over to trafficcop.ca. That's where you can get to my link tree and all of our platforms so you can stay in touch with us, ask us questions, get the widescreen version if you happen to be one of the folks who's trying to reach us by way of uh, Instagram because I see Secpri who has a question uh, about red light cameras. We'll talk about that in a second too. Niha, Good morning to you. Long time no talk. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Trevor Leahy says, oh, he wants to know about the lack of respect that police receive. I don't know if that's a regular thing, if it's always or sometimes, uh, but obviously it's a, that's a We'll talk about that. Okay. I'll put that in the queue. And, oh, questions about posting TikToks while driving. Definitely talk about that. Just cutting and pasting because we have no moderator today. And it doesn't look like our link to uh, TikTok's working, which which stinks. Okay. Before we get into anything else, I want to quickly jump into the magic of Vision Zero Enforcement Team. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's sort of sort of timing proper. Okay, uh, Vision Zero Enforcement Team is a group of dedicated officers who focus their day on changing driver behavior. They do that one ticket at a time. Uh, they focus on speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and, of course, impaired driving. They do great work on our roads, Every day. And uh, being the 29th of January, they are currently focused on, well, 31 Division and 33 Division. Black Creek, Humbermead, Glenfield, Downsview, Parkwoods, Donalda, Baby Village, York Mills, all neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play and deserve to be safe. Now, people say, well, speeding's not a big deal. It's, it's you know, it's it's the stopping that's a problem. Well, the, long, the, the faster you go, the longer it takes to, to stop. The more difficult it is to avoid things. Uh, But there's so many people who think it's okay to speed, and and sadly they're wrong. And these officers give you tickets to remind you that you're wrong. Just saying. Anyway, if you want to know where we're going to be every single day, you can of course tune in when we're on live because we're here most days. Uh, But if you'd like to be really in the know, then I suggest you go over to X and follow us at Traffic Services, uh, Traffic Services Toronto for Instagram, and we're Traffic Services on. You, not, what is it called? Uh, Facebook. That's that one that I barely use. I do check it. There's a couple of pages I use, but I'm not really busy. I'm not big on you, I'm, on Facebook. Tell me where you spend most of your time. What platform is your favorite? Please let me know in the comments. I'd love to know. It's one of those things that I, I'm just curious about. And uh, it's, it's so different because for the longest time, and, and we just went over uh, 647,000 followers on TikTok. So I'm going to assume that the majority of you spend time there. Just to call it a hunch. It's just, you know, it's my guess. Sorry, by. No, that's not where I want to be. Sta- settings, go back, main menu. Hmm. For some reason. Oh, there we go. Now I'm seeing some things. I'm seeing some stuff and things. Okay, which one do we start with? Where do we go? Hang on. I should change the background too. If you're watching, we're currently broadcasting on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and X, which is was the platform formerly known as Twitter. And uh, we can get questions from Twitter now. If you're watching us live on Twitter, know that we'll hear you if you make comments in the chat. So please do that because we want to hear from you. That's what we're here for. If you are uh, if you are on any or if you're on Instagram and you're not getting the attention you think, or you or you'd like to see the wide angle view, uh, I would suggest popping over to the other platform. Uh, the other platform being uh, YouTube. Go to youtube.traffichop.ca or take your pick by going to trafficcop.ca where we have everything linked in. Oh, LinkedIn too. You can go to my LinkedIn page. If you want to watch us after the... That's the wrong button. Hey, that's the right one. Uh, <laughs> the other one was set up for Aaron Urquhart, who is not here today. But if you want to uh, if, if you want to listen to us while you're driving, well, listening to us with video playing is illegal. But listening to us on podcast version is totally legal because you're only listening to us. We, we upload these to Spotify, which then distributes them to po- uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio and the like. You can download synchronize. You can listen to hours and hours of our content all by synchronizing so you're not burning your data and not breaking the law, which is the better way to play. Okay, back into the chat. I still don't see any comments coming from TikTok, so that stinks. Uh, I, I do see TikTok. I just don't see TikTok uh, showing up in the Magical, magical, magical window that I want it to be in. Trying to reload. Does it make a difference? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I see it there too. Anyway. Moving on, we'll do our best. I can't make any promises, but we'll be flagging and talking, flagging all questions that come in so I can try and get to you. So uh, let's start with the one that was actually the first one that came in days before everybody else. Uh, Ash... H G G says, I want to apply for PEO or special constable, but there's no option to apply. Is there any date when they're going to hire people? So I would suggest, and I mentioned this in the comments, to go to tps.ca forward slash careers. Here's my response when they asked the question, because I was there. Uh, you can talk to a recruiter. Now, they know when they're going to post uh, options or opportunities again, but it's, it happens on a regular basis. So if a like PC, you can go make the application from the specific page, Actually, I, I want to make sure that there's no, no link to, to hire. No, there's no link to hire. They were on the money. There's no link. So yeah, reach out to a special uh, to a recruiter. And why is it that you don't want to go PC? Why special constable versus police constable? Because we're definitely hiring police constables. So just saying, consider your options. Now we've got uh, greetings and salutations from the traffic management center, and Akela's meeting was canceled, which is awesome. Uh, we have. S- uh, and Draconis, who has given us a joke. And Stephen Bell, who says, thanks, to you all, thanks, you all, first responders, for putting your life on the line for us each and every day, 24-7, 365. Thank you very much. I will pass it along. I, uh, I, I risk paper cuts in my office. That's pretty much the level of my risk at this point. Uh, but the people who are out on the road making the roads safe and keeping you safe in the cities uh, across Canada and around the world, really, uh, I'll pass it along to all those I meet Stephen Bell says so Got a Yogi Berra quote Cool And uh, just a reminder that If you're asking questions Please make sure you put a letter Q So I can identify those questions As questions As opposed to simply uh, You know Banter I'm going to close this window uh, At some point We'll come back and talk about employment And things you can do to uh, apply Because we're always looking for good people And uh Yeah We'll 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 talk more about that. We're always looking for good people. We're hiring. Yeah, we'll talk about that soon. Uh, Brandon says, "Good morning, Sean, and everyone." For those that complain about quotas, the only police force that has ticket quotas are the ha- Hazard County she- by Sheriff Roscoe P. Train. Was it is it Coltrane? Uh, I, you know, what I didn't realize. I always heard him say Roscoe Pico Train. Now that you're saying writing Coltrane, maybe maybe that's what it is. Wow, I learned something. My whole life, I thought it was co-trained, but whatever. Did you watch Dukes of Hazzard? I certainly did. Okay. Uh, we've got question from Brandon. My uncle and the NYPD had courtesy cards that they hand out to friends and relatives, like a get-out-of-jail-free card uh, that I don't really agree with. Does TPS have these? No, we do not. Uh, I know that people wanted to have them. They thought it was a great thing to do, but it's not something we've ever done. And for that reason, people weird about it. I don't think anyone would appreciate that. And uh, I know that from talking to friends who... Like, I've been given that card when I was in New York. Uh, what What happens is, I, I think you get into trouble, you give that card, that person then calls that officer who issued the card. I, it's just... It's a, it's a sticky business. It, it could get... I understand being uncomfortable. And what am I going to do? Someone calls and did something really stupid, but then hands in my card, my courtesy card? If it's from the chief, maybe I get it, but... Uh. Anyway. Uh, moving along... Michael H says once on a Friday afternoon I left comments for the following Monday. Oh, in terms of getting him in early? Yeah, when I'm actually ahead of the game and programming, like like scheduling it, because it has to be scheduled in advance in order for that to be functional. But you know, that's 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 getting ahead of things, like for real. Any more thoughts on co host guests from other police agencies across Canada to join in and explain, answer some of their traffic laws? Lots of things in the works, um, Brooks, Alberta. I, I've I've been reaching out. I've, our friend uh, L- Logan has been promoted, and he's trying to get everything in order before he comes and joins us again. But he 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 represents a traffic enforcement person in Alberta, so there's our Alberta law counted for. We have friends in Edmonton, Alberta, who might uh, also chat with us. Uh, but yeah, I, I've, I've we've had OPP officers in Ontario. So that's kind of local, but absolutely we're open to having uh, co-hosts from other agencies anytime. Would love to have them. Uh, anyone who is a police officer from another agency, anywhere in North America, anywhere in the world, really, I'd love to chat with you because we've 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 done stuff. We're, we're, I had someone from London City Police. Uh, I've had someone, a copper from uh, Washington State, join me in the studio. Uh, we've, we've done a bunch of things. So uh, always open to that. I think it's a great idea. So let me know. If you've got someone you want, you think should be on there, if there's a police service uh, that, that is in your community, but you'd love to have them on our show, have them reach out to me. Trafficcop.ca. There's a submission form. Okay. Let's get back to this one. So Trevor asked, what are your thoughts on the lack of respect the police are given nowadays? I think it's a problem, obviously. Uh, I think that there used to be a healthy amount of respect and or fear of the police. And people did the right thing because they didn't want the ticket. They were fearful of being arrested or for breaking the law. And I think a lot of people, uh, after watching a lot of YouTube, think that they can get away with anything. And they do a lot of unlawful things. Uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I, I, you know, I, I don't think fear is important, but respect, I think, is a good thing. Appreciation is a good thing. I, but uh, the vast majority of people do appreciate the police and realize that we're there to help. Uh, there's always the few that uh, uh, are loud who don't like the police and, and give the impression that everyone's against us. I, I don't think that's the case. But there is, there is a, a lesser a sentiment that there is less respect, which is unfortunate. What's uh, this? Oh, we touched on this earlier. I was watching someone post a live video on TikTok while driving, is this legal? No, it's not. Using your phone while driving would constitute distracted driving. Uh, You'd be subject to a ticket for $615, three days uh, suspension, three demerit points. And uh, that's a lot of money, right? I think it's a lot of money. Now, if the passenger was filming them on TikTok and the driver didn't have a screen visible to them and the camera lens was the only thing they saw, that wouldn't be illegal. But the the fact is that majority of people doing this are live streaming, reading comments, and that's absolutely not permitted. Okay, tagging a couple things. I see some stuff is coming from Kick. Amelia says, "Hey, we'll come back to that." Uh, scrolling through, see there we go, Amelia Watson. <laughs> I love that whenever I get a, a hey on on Kick, it's someone advertising saying that they want to do graphic design. We don't need any graphic design. Much appreciated, though. Uh, Slaney says, question, is there a specific amount of time I need to wait before getting my DZ after getting a G? Sergeant, do you know the answer to this question? Maybe. Is there a specific amount of time that you have to wait after having had your G before you can apply for a DZ? I don't believe so. I don't believe so either, but I don't know so. In
1: fact, I think you can can... Just apply for a DZ. Without ever,
0: without ever having a G and you would get your equivalent G as part of it?
1: I would. Yes, you would. Because it's uh, it's one of the ones that are, what do I call, lesser and included, but included in what you're able to drive.
0: So I think I think that sounds right. So I don't think you have to wait at all. If you've got your G, go for your DZ. Okay. And, uh, oh, and there you go. Michael got his A within a month of getting his full G.
1: My son's just going through the process right now, so. He had a full G, but uh, he's going for his A, C, Z endorsement, and he has his motorcycle M two as well. So his uh, his classifications are going to be a long one.
0: Now, Laney says that uh, they've read online that you need a G, so maybe you need a G
1: prior to to applying, applying for a, an. It that, makes sense.
0: It does, but I mean, and, and that's I've never looked into getting my anything other than a G and an M G and gem. That's all I've ever cared about. But now I sort of want my dump truck license, just so I can say no, I don't, I don't want to drive a dump truck ever. <laughs> uh, Stephen Bell says, "Good morning, Serge."
1: Good morning. I uh, I put my glasses on today, so I've had one or two people comment how uh, how we look alike. And then if I was to put my glasses on that I only wear for driving, um, if I put them on, we're going to be twins. So what do you think? Could be twins.
0: I think we're pretty close. He needs to buy. Blue ones, though, to really match. I'm trying to, to, to uh, like CPR this chat scraping tool uh, that's not working, but oh It's well.
1: not working again?
0: Yeah. So I found out what, it's, what it is. Uh, it's actually taking, it's Restream making it work. Even though TikTok doesn't integrate directly with their API, they're scraping publicly available information. They're basically watching the chat their bot is watching the chat taking it, but it doesn't always work so sorry it's annoying but it's but I appreciate that it's even available at all so
1: so it's the best we got and we're making do
0: we're making do okay let's go into uh, tiktok and I will simply
1: oh let me uh, let me just Step jump off
0: okay sure sure we'll One be here when you get back
1: probably has a question so
0: it's funny how you you answer questions here and there and everywhere Okay, uh, you guys are hiring. That's a question. Oh, we're back to this very, very fast thingamabobber. Okay, I'm going to cut and paste this all onto a separate window so we don't lose anything. Standing by or standby. I, I, you know, I'm, all this new technology, all these new options, I love it, but it doesn't always work, which is really frustrating because all I want to do is answer your questions. And sometimes I can really, really smoothly because everything works so nicely. And then some days I have this uh, suboptimal experience, which is what we're having right now. Now, I can tell you that if you're trying to get answers, questions answered and it's not working because it's not working from TikTok, you can go to trafficcop.ca or youtube.trafficcop.ca and go to our YouTube page. And it will work because that's like a solid platform. And TikTok's great. Don't get me wrong. But YouTube just has – it's integrating with us properly. All right. my Even my word is crashing? Come on. What's going on? Here we go. It, it, it woke up. Okay. What's on the G test? AS wants to know. I'll put that on the screen. It is, uh, I don't know. I, and the C I don't know is because I've never done it. I, I did my G test back before there was a, a graduated license. So I had done my 365, which I had for about a month, and then I did my road test. Uh, What little I do know is that the G1 is all written. The G2 uh, handles, actually, I I can't even go through. I don't know anymore. I I was going to start going through the stuff that I do know, but you know what the truth is? The best thing to do is go and check out the uh, drivetest.ca website for all that information. Yeah, I I don't do the getting your license stuff. I do the other stuff. Uh, What is this? If I claim single on my taxes, but I have a common law partner, would it affect my hiring process? Rashad wants to know. Um, Again, I don't know. That's one of those things that, uh, like, are you in a relationship together? Are you planning? Like, I I don't know how that affects. I don't know if that has anything to do with the process, but I can tell you that the people who do know are the folks at our employment unit. I, I don't think it would affect you, but I don't know for certain. Seagard wants to know: uh, Can you wear AirPods while driving? And the answer is in Ontario, yes, you can. And it really blows people's minds that you can do that because you don't need uh, a—you don't need to be hearing. You don't have to have hearing. You can be deaf and drive a vehicle in Ontario, and I would imagine in most places. But other provinces say that you have to cover—you can only cover one ear. So know about the jurisdiction. uh, Know the jurisdiction you're driving in because the rules will change. Okay, Michael says, G2 to G have driving on the test. G has controlled access highway. And I guess they're still doing a modified test where you don't do parallel parking on the G test because you do it as a a G2, I think. But I'm sure there are many people who have gone through the process more recently than I have to be able to speak to this. Do you know what's on the G test?
1: Uh, I don't know. I know that there was a a modification because of COVID to try and get uh, caught up with a backlog that G-tests were being, uh, they're abbreviated tests, so a little shorter to make it, they can fit more people in. I don't know if they're still going on with that or not. So we'd, uh, I don't know, maybe we can look into that.
0: We'll have to look into it. Now that two people have asked that similar question. uh, What is the consequence of not having a front plate on your vehicle? Mr. Slash128 wants to know.
1: Well, the consequences would be, you would get a ticket for $110.
0: That's where it's, yeah. Yeah, unless you're from out of province and you're not issued one. Right. That would be different. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much the consequence. Now, some people are uh, use, putting them in the inside of their front windshield. The consequence would be a ticket if, uh, for that as well as possible injuries in, in, in the result of a collision.
1: Can you imagine that piece of metal coming flying at your head in the result of a collision? Yeah. you probably chop your head off.
0: Suboptimal. Uh, can a parking enforcement officer make an arrest? Depends. See, a parking enforcement officer, although not a police constable or special constable for the purposes of an enforcement or, uh, under the Criminal Code of Canada, they they do have citizens' powers of arrest, just like anyone anywhere does.
1: Right, and they do. They are a peace officer for the purposes of the bylaws mm-hmm. and the bylaws only. So, um, you get your you get your power for the purpose of which you're out there for. And is a, is a parking enforcement officer a police officer? No, they're absolutely not. But they do have the power to enforce certain type of infractions. Our guys are bylaws. Yeah. Um, some, some townships have a provincial offenses officer that deals with building code and parking and other statutes as well. So can they make an arrest in certain circumstances as long as they know what they're doing, just like anybody else can? Yes, but very, very special circumstances.
0: And it's not something we would suggest uh, you know, for, for anyone to do. Citizens' arrests are a great tool, and if misused or even used slightly off, you could be very liable for what happens next.
1: Yes, both criminally and civilly as
0: well. Yeah, yeah I mean there's new – I remember there was a store owner who, uh, who arrested or, or then bound somebody and held them until police got – it was a big, big mess. Lots of lawsuit stuff charges, laid, bad stuff. Uh, calling police is your best option and, and being a great witness, but you know, if you want to arrest someone, they might fight you. If you don't, if you're not ready for a punch in the nose, you may not want to try and arrest somebody.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: For your own, for your own sake.
1: Sometimes people
0: don't want to go. Oddly enough, as soon as they click, 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 well, they wouldn't have handcuffs, but uh, everyone's great until the handcuffs come out and then everything goes south. Yes. Gary wants to know if we're hiring.
1: We are. Lots of people. For lots of jobs in lots of areas with lots of expertise. Do you have the... What
0: a great segue into uh, discussing employment.
1: Tps.ca backslash careers.
0: Forward slash careers, yes. sorry. And uh, we can talk about that right now. So if you're looking to become a police constable, going to www.tps.ca is the website. Look at this. I'll put it on screen because I think I have it right. There we go. Uh, And then... You can go on to this, to look at any of the subcategories, police constable. There's a big old button here that says apply now. So definitely that's what you should be doing. As soon as you qualify and you could create an account and start filling out all the information, familiarizing yourself with what's required. And then once you qualify, hit that send and apply. Uh, and, and, and you're off to the races. you're in the process. There's, there's requirements. You have to get certification uh, in order to, to go to the next phase, but, uh, we are hiring. Now, Special Constable Parking Enforcement Officer, they hire uh, at specific times through the year, whenever there's an opening. Uh, they have to wait till there's a certain number of openings, I guess, before they run a class. So it's not all the time. So check out this page on a regular basis. Uh, communications Operator, Auxiliary Officer is a volunteer position, but that is also something that comes up on a regular basis. And then I love to look at this section for civilian roles. And there's a whole bunch of new ones that popped up over the weekend, uh, or at least before the weekend. So Digital Evidence Management Operator, that's a new one. I've, I went, I've, I've never really looked at that. Uh, Financial strategies and project advisor, administrative assistant, service person, temporary administrative, uh, I guess, clerk, I'm assuming.
1: That's at uh, staffing talent acquisition.
0: Oh, that's that code there. Yep. Uh, Intermediate technical analyst, EI and HR training specialist indigenous. And the Yippie program, the Youth and Policing Initiative program. So these are all currently open, they, and they will open and close, and if you're not paying attention, you'll miss it. So let's look at digital evidence management operator. It was posted on the 26th, and it closes on the 9th of February. So if you want in, you've got to make this uh, application real soon. Uh,
1: and the description of what it is and what you would be expected to do are, are included down there.
0: So if you qualify and you'd like to come work with a magical organization called the Toronto Police, you can. And oddly enough, this is a career with many jobs. You might start as a digital evidence management operator and decide you love what we do. And you may decide to become a police officer. And you can do that because options are there.
1: And within the policing function, you may take many, many, many different jobs uh, within that role as well. I know an awful lot of people that I started with a very long time ago are doing all sorts of different things. and Stuff and things. Stuff and things. And traffic is just where I have landed right now. This yes, Look We can do zoom, zoom in, zoom out.
0: Or zoom in, zoom out. Now you're playing. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, it, it, we're hiring. Go check out the website and apply for something. Come join the team. All right. We'll get into some more questions because there's lots of them. What do we got next? Uh talked about this, talked about that. Here's the next one. The Red Suit Atlas turning right at an intersection with a bike lane, I'm assuming. Uh, when can we enter slash intersect the bike lane to turn? It depends. It depends That's on the construction our design. Answer. Yes, it, and it because it's so applicable, it depends on how that intersection is constructed.
1: Yeah, if it's a cycle track, it's different from a cycle lane. It's different from um, if it has a turn lane involved, um, if you can enter it. Uh, if you can enter that, that lane, there should be a dotted line leading up to it, allowing you entrance at a certain distance before the intersection.
0: And green, green markings on the road also suggest that it is a, an area where cars and bikes may meet. It, it's a warning. So there's so much, and there's, and unfortunately, it, it seems as though every intersection is designed entirely differently. So you can't learn one and say I got it because you have to be paying attention in each one. But the big thing to understand is that if a vehicle is slowing to turn, a bicycle who is who is coming up on the right should either be slowing and anticipating that that vehicle is going to be turning, and or passing that vehicle on the left of the like, to the left and not barreling through. But in some intersections where it's a divided and uh, uh, cycle track where there's barriers, well, they have their own lane and the vehicle turning in front of that lane has to ensure that they're not going to cause an injury uh, or cause a collision. So there's so much going on. So the thing is, use caution, make sure it's safe to turn prior to turning.
1: And common sense. You know what? If everybody used common sense, no crashes would happen.
0: I I buy that. Amazon says, or Amazon Get says, our police Officer allowed to drive a police car and use their personal cell phone. So we're we're issued cell phones. We are permitted to use handheld communication devices, uh, police radios, uh, police computers. We can for police purposes, for lawful execution of our duty. Calling to order pizza is a no-no.
1: Yes, and that's where me as a supervisor would have the opportunity to review some in-car camera and body camera footage. And if they are not conducting themselves in the proper way... And that is a a negative documentation they may receive from me or a ticket.
0: Yeah, It's, you know, the thing is that there, we we often use our connected devices uh, because we need to get information in order to do our job. And unfortunately the public sees it as, oh, they're just on their phone. Yep. And perception is, is not always an accurate depiction of what's actually
1: happening. And you know what? We recognize that by allowing emergency services to use it is an increased risk for everybody involved, including the officers or the emergency services personnel. But that increased risk has to be balanced with the risk of not doing anything in an emergency situation. So there you go. Yes. Is it allowed? Yes. Is it recommended? No. No. And are are you held to account if you're doing it wrong? We're responsible for everything.
0: Seagard says, are those LED kits for inside the vehicle legal? I see them a lot in stores. So this is the ones that cause the inner, the inside of the vehicle to glow. Uh, My vehicle has uh, floor footwell lighting that's stock. I can change the color of the lights. But the ones that disco lights inside the car? uh, Depends. Are you projecting it outside of the vehicle?
1: That would be my first thing to say." On the inside, yep. You can have a light on in the inside of your car. No problem at all. Are you projecting light forward? If you have a red light in your car, for example, are you projecting that forward? Can it be seen forward? And if so, there could be a ticket for it.
0: So the answer, I get, like, like most times, is
1: depends. I think that's always our answer. And that, and that
0: because there's always room for interpretation, there's always room for circumstances. And yeah. Depends. Depends. Sarge, just wondering if there's a specific license for being a tow truck operator.
1: Uh, there is, but currently it is not going to be enforced until July 1st of this year. So they call it a tow driver certificate. Um, this is the new uh, license that's being implemented by the province. Within three years, you're going to have to actually complete a safety course or a tow truck operator safety course uh, to be able to keep your certificate. Um the reason is the province the reason we don't have it in effect right now is the province wasn't able to keep up with the demand of all the people applying. So the does not go into effect until July the first. Now, trucks, the what's called the operator certificate, all trucks have to have an operator certificate right now. The penalty for not having those certificates, either the truck or the driver at the appropriate time after July. Um, would be a, I think it's a $350 ticket and a seven-day vehicle impoundment, which is huge. Lots of money there. So you don't want your tow truck being towed away by another tow truck to stay in their pound. So, Yeah. Yeah. You weren't even listening.
0: Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I was tuning in for stuff like that. This is still towing. This is still towing. Uh, Is it illegal to begin creeping forward at the light uh, when a light is about to turn green? So can you put the vehicle in motion at all before the light turns green? Sure you can. Can't cross the line.
1: There is a line and you cannot cross it.
0: (laughs) Yes. You can't enter the intersection. Uh, But if you were to slowly start rolling in anticipation, would that be against the law? No.
1: We see, uh, we see many um, big trucks doing this. When they slow down very slowly and keep moving, keep moving, keep their momentum going um, in anticipation of the lights turning green, they can't cross that line until it is actually green.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Reminder to please put a Q in front of your question so we can clearly identify it as a question as opposed to banter amongst others in the chat. Banter. Uh, banter. I like banter. banter. Steve said, was replying to something, but I don't know what he was replying to. How strict are y'all on plate covers?
1: Will y'all be strict on it?
0: <laughs> uh, we, we the, the fact is that while it's an offense and we are, if we can't read the plate, it is a reason without question for us to have a conversation. The truth is we focus on the stuff that is most important first. So we're looking for speeding, uh, distracted driving, aggressive driving, impaired driving, because that's the stuff that leads to injury and death more often than not. Plate covers, if I see it and I don't see anything else at the moment, that's the thing I'm going to deal with. And it's in front of me. I'm going to deal with it. And I'm going to give you a ticket.
1: We understand that you want to protect your plate, keep your car looking nice. We understand that the plates are subject to um, discoloration and peeling and stuff like that. And we understand the the want to do it. Is it lawful? No. If you have a tinted plate cover on, I guarantee you you're getting stopped. They're getting seized. And you're getting a ticket for it because there's only one reason to tint your plate is to stop people or from cameras seeing from seeing it. Now,
0: some people just want to look cool and it's not, not cool. be seen. Now, there's nothing cool about it. And th- so the, the, the clear ones I've never had an issue with, it's only if it obscures the plate that I've personally taken offense to, even though the fact is that all of them are illegal.
1: Yep. The ones that you get from a dealership, you, you know, they're advertising that they put around the plate, also unlawful to have in your car. So are they paying for you to advertise? Because if they are, hopefully they'll cover your $110 ticket. For- Each time you're pulled over. Yeah.
0: And, exactly. and, and again, as long as it's not covering any portion, most coppers don't have a problem with it. Just know that it's illegal and you're eligible for a ticket, even if you've gotten away with it in the last three times you got pulled over. Right. Okay. Question is, at what age to sit in the front seat for kids? Well- there's no law preventing kids from sitting in the front seat. The, the law governs whether or not they need a child safety restraint. There is a suggestion from professionals however, and that is backseat until 14 years old. That would be the suggestion.
1: Yeah, but there is no specific law that that stops it. Now do use some common sense. Uh, this backseat is the most safest and if you care enough for your children, that's probably the best place for them. If you have a two-seater car, then you have no other option. Uh, most cars now, especially the uh, the newer ones, will have a uh, passenger seat airbag um, switch to turn it on and off. I thought they turned,
0: they got rid of those. I, didn't, I think now it's based on sensor only that you can't disable it otherwise. I, I think that changed in the US, so that changed for everybody.
1: Really? It's a weight sensitive?
0: Now it's weight sensitive. So, so. your mileage may vary, but airbags are the issue. So backseat, I would suggest... Put your front seat as far back as possible if, if they're gonna going be to be sitting there. And that goes for anyone who's sitting there that's smaller framed. really. Just because the airbag works in conjunction with seatbelts, small frame people could be injured by the deployment of an airbag. I've seen people who are so close to the winch, to the uh, steering wheel that they are going to be injured just by that because they're, they're on it. There's like three inches and they're driving.
1: Right. There's not enough space in between the, the steering wheel and the seat back. To be able to allow for the deployment.
0: Sadly, not every vehicle has adjustable pedals, but adjustable pedals would be a reason or a way to help you stay away from the seatbelt, or not seatbelt, but steering wheel, because shorter people need assistance in that regard. Yep. Can an Uber driver, where's, where's my trackball? Here we go. Can an Uber driver pick up four riders?
1: If his vehicle is made to seat five, then you are good.
0: You have to have a seatbelt and seat available for each passenger. And they are not exempt from carrying children without a car seat like a taxi would be or a bus would be. So they have to have, if you're taking a child under that requires a car seat, that child must be in a car seat or the driver gets a ticket. I, I was under the impression they had a policy not to pick up any children.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So, sorry, I missed that. I, I squirreled. I was reading the next question there. Talking about a child seat?
0: Yes, child seats are required in- Ubers in and an Ubers,
1: but not in a taxi. Right, right. Sorry, I was thinking it's of okay. something
0: else. We do we do the same thing. Uh, yeah, we, it's hard to read and comprehend simultaneously. Uh, at least the audible stuff. Reading and comprehending what you're reading important though. Yes. <laughs> uh, if I have an eye problem, and I need darker tint because my prescription is that allowed, not here. Not in Ontario. There's no exemption for illegal tint. Once it's past the point of of what's legal, it's illegal regardless of your eye problems. There are, however, options. Sunglasses are a good one. Yep. Uh, if you don't like sunglasses or there's a problem that does not have coverage, you can get full visors. You can get uh, the ones that go over the whole glasses, and you look like you should be somewhere in uh, you know, Fort Lauderdale on the beach, uh, going for the early dinners. Yep, three dollar buffet, uh, three yep. o'clock buffet. Uh, but yeah, you, there are options. There's even Uh, but tint isn't one of them. Tinted, dark tinted windows are remaining illegal. Other provinces, other states might allow exemptions, but we don't. Is it illegal to have a vehicle, to leave a vehicle running all night? Depends. Yeah. Um, what do you mean? Like,
1: <laughs> so let let it idle, stay warm. Oh, I
0: get that part, but all night? I mean, uh, like all night.
1: So you'll see some transport truck drivers will do that to keep the heat on. Okay. Uh, if they're operating an older vehicle, the newer ones have diesel heaters for their for their bunks. Uh, they keep them warm. Um, in the city of Toronto, we have an idling bylaw. Three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the time of year, though. So, is there a law against it, provincially? I don't believe there is. I don't think so. Each municipality, though, may be different. Depends. Like everything.
0: As uh, uh, absolutely. Am I able to apply it to? I'm assuming the police. If I have a criminal record. I'm going to do something that might break something or may not. It says reload. Or maybe it's working. I, I just believe- lost a whole bunch of questions.
1: Hang on. Way to go.
0: That's suboptimal. I one. believe
1: you have to. Uh, you have a criminal record, a pardon has to be issued uh, for that offense. Yes, that you have to
0: apply. You, ca- you cannot apply with a criminal record unless a pardon has been issued. And that's what's on the website.
1: It actually says that in our employment website. Yeah. So uh, depending on when you were last uh, convicted of the criminal offense, uh, you have the opportunity to apply for a pardon, have that go through the courts, and if it is granted, then you can apply.
0: Just a reminder, anybody on TikTok, where I'm, I'm running off questions that have already been asked on TikTok. I see there's 61 new ones. I haven't even seen those. So if you're wondering why I'm not responding to you, it's because we're working through a list to try not to uh, to lose anybody. Uh, it's not a technical. It's not a good technology day, uh, frankly.
1: You have days like this every once in a while. Yeah,
0: yeah. Sometimes it's it's golden and working really well, and sometimes
1: not so much. When it doesn't work so well, and when we don't have uh, the assistance helping us out. Then it slows things down a little bit.
0: So. But, you know, slow, it's a different speed. It's not bad. Monday, we should take it take it slow. You don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, what tattoo placements are officers not able to have? I'm not aware of any tattoos, that, uh, locations. Like some police services say no sleeves. Yeah. Uh, I know in Germany you're not allowed to have any sleeves because a friend of mine moved here from Germany so he could be a police officer. Uh he was he, he was a Canadian citizen but he was living in in Germany and he couldn't apply there because of that. He was dual citizen. Anyway, uh then but I I don't and I don't think there's an issue with neck tattoos as long as nothing is hateful or, or...
1: That's right. As long as it does not uh contravene um the Human Rights Act and uh, constitute hate speech or hate uh, symbolism, uh I believe you're totally allowed.
0: I think so too. Uh what's this? Ah. This uh-huh. so this this particular user has been been throwing us a lot of uh hate. But uh, I, I figured it was a great opportunity to, to talk about them. Uh, if you're always looking for good people, why are there no cops who are good? So, obviously, that's not an accurate statement, and it might be a gross generalization. You've obviously had a bad experience with police, and for that, I'm sure you've had that. Um, I don't know if it was because of the situation that was created by activities, or if you actually had someone who was truly bad. In any case, I think the vast majority of police are good. We do a lot of work to ensure that the people we hire and put in uniform representing us, protecting you are people that you would trust.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, that's a whole part of the hiring process where, um, where we have certain criteria that must be met and background searches are done to ensure we're getting the best candidate available to you.
0: And at the end of the day, people are, are human you know, and people make mistakes and sometimes people aren't friendly, but they're professional. It And what you may think is bad because they weren't friendly or they arrested someone you liked or, or, or that you loved or that you were friends with, or we do our job and sometimes we don't make friends doing it.
1: Yep. And there's no, there's no, um, rule about us being friendly. Sometimes True. the situation dictates that maybe we're not, and we're going to go in and we're going to do our job. It's straight. And whether we said please and thank you, um, that may not come into it. It's that not may- always
0: appropriate. That communicating in, in, in super friendly, uh, uber nice language doesn't always work. We try our best. Professionals where we aim to be rather than friendly. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, situations dictate what's appropriate. Uh, we talked about this. We, I, I got, oh, I got a 10 over speeding ticket a year ago and still haven't received the court date. Is that normal? Everything has changed, my friend. Uh, since COVID, uh, there's been backups and slowdowns and... I don't know what the appropriate time frame until you've got – I mean, it used to be – was it 12 months or 24 months or 18 months or how many months? For the – Processing of tickets and and court dates and reasonable trial.
1: Yeah, the reasonable trial amount, I think, for an 11B charter, uh, human rights charter application for dismissal was, I believe, 18 months at some point. That was before COVID. Uh, If you got a 10 over ticket, did you um, choose to dispute it? Did you pay for it? Um, you may want to go in and check with the courthouse to see what the status is. They'll be able to give you information on the status of your ticket.
0: Yes, and checking with them is a good thing because maybe they sent you something. It didn't go to the right address. Maybe something's not updated on your file. Uh, and then they may found have found you guilty in your absence or with lack of response. And you may have a conviction on your record that you didn't
1: know about. Which means you haven't paid for it. So your driver's license may be under suspension. You're not even knowing.
0: Not good. Hey, you're the guy for my driver's ed modules. Yes, there's a number of schools who use our content uh, to teach driving, which is cool. Um, but uh, hey, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. What driving school did you go to? I'd love to know. Uh, we'd like to know who, so we can send them a bill. No, we, 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 Are you I,
1: copyrighted? Is your face copyrighted?
0: I, I don't think it's copyrighted. But I, the, the truth is that many reached out and said, can we use it? And Of course, that's why we create this content is to help the community and to teach. So we are happy that, that that's what it's being used for.
1: Yeah, that's the whole goal of what we're doing when we do it. Reuse it if you need to.
0: Absolutely. Share it with your friends. In fact, if you haven't already done this, please like, subscribe, share. Uh, if you're on TikTok, please tap the screen until your finger's going on. let the algorithm know that uh, we're here and we're worthy of sharing. But sharing is the number one compliment because telling friends that they should be watching us is a lot more than just liking and, and following. We appreciate it. And we just went over 647,000 followers. That's pretty good. Yeah, we're we're creeping up to the six hundred and fifty, but nowhere near the million that I want to be at. Just because I want bragging rights. Okay, what's the difference between working as a sergeant versus a constable?
1: Well, we have different jobs. Well, a, a
0: supervisor, a sergeant is a supervisor. They supervise constables, so it's management.
1: But we are police officers, just the same. We have the same powers as mm-hmm. as a constable does, just like anybody above me does as well. Um, but we work on a rank structure. It's it's a semi. Um, um what do you call it? um military uh type rank structure. So um there's a lot of workers at the bottom and then a few supervisors and then a supervisor and there's it works all the way up to the chief, which is our triangle. So um I go out there and do jobs, but if there was a big um say there was a, a, a fatal collision where there's a big investigation going on and there's a lot of people and a lot of manpower needed to to manage that investigation. I would go there and manage it to make sure everything was getting done by the appropriate people and that nothing was missed.
0: Absolutely. We have a lot of, especially in this building, we have a lot of specialized professionals who know their job and, uh, and it's different than necessarily anywhere else in the service. We have a unique situation. I mean, it, it, it it's changed uh, possibly in the last little while where we have some newer people, but it used to be that only the, the really seasoned people were at Traffic.
1: Yep, Absolutely. Now, supervisors may have uh, additional equipment that the regular police car doesn't have. For a long time, before everybody was issued a taser, it was only supervisors and sergeants that had a taser. So we would be called, um, officers would go, and they'd find a situation where um, it may need a, a, a taser to resolve it. And we were called, we were running left, right, and center, depending on where you work, yeah. trying to keep up with all of them. So,
0: but now everybody's got them, Yes. pretty much. Uh, can you change lanes in an intersection if it's deemed safe? So it's nothing against the law about changing lanes in an intersection, but I like to say that it's like having a role or every car on the road has a role when going through an intersection, similar to that of a a role in a a play. Everyone assumes that the characters are going to do what's expected of them, and if they deviate from the script, well, bad things happen. So if you're going through an intersection in lane one, the center most lane, and you decide to change into lane two and someone's making a right turn and they expect lane one to stay in lane one and that their lane is clear. You have a earth shattering kaboom and then uh, bad things happen. Now, that doesn't make you uh, the most liable person. The person making the right turn is most liable, but you can be safer by waiting. And unless it's absolutely necessary, we don't suggest it.
1: Right. So in a situation like that, the person making the right turn is responsible for it. But if you're making a lane change... You may end up having a really, really bad day because your car is wrecked and you may be hurt. So the best thing to do is to avoid all that is to do what everybody expects you to do. Even though the person making the right turn on the red really shouldn't be doing that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Do you need to be bald to be a police officer? Dylan wants to know. At least if you want to be good at it. It, wow, yeah. <laughs> it allows it allows so many uh, uh, options, like saving on haircuts. Uh, there's bonuses. We actually make more money by the lack of spending on haircuts.
1: So there is um, appearance criteria that we have to adhere to within the Toronto Police. Mm-hmm. Bald is just the easiest way to comply with it
0: cuz cuz you have to have neat and, and be be neat and tidy and, and maintain standards
1: and you know what truth be told we don't have any options <laughs> and it's just
0: better this way okay if driving in the this is rusty shackover who has a question if driving in the left hov lane and an officer tries to pull you over would you recommend pulling across all the lanes Uh, to the right or pulling to the left if there's enough room for traffic flow. So under the HTA, when you're confronted by lights and sirens, police behind your emergency vehicle, you need to pull over to the edge of curb or nearest, uh, sorry, uh, edge of road or or nearest curb. And that would be, in this case, the left in most situations. So
1: only on a divided highway or a one-way road. If it is a two-way road, you have to pull to the right.
0: Yes. But as much as you could in that divided highway HOV scenario... Uh, if it's possible to do it safely, we would almost always prefer you go to the right because when you re-enter that highway, it's safer for you after the stop. Right.
1: Correct. (laughs) But – And
0: and usually, I got my arm out the window telling you what direction to go.
1: But can you – on a divided highway, and you're talking the HOV lane on probably one of the expressways, Mm -hmm. can you pull to the left if there's a shoulder there? Yes, you can. And you know what? Sometimes, I'm going to say it may be even easier – to pull off that way first then crossing six lanes. Oh yes. Trying.
0: Well and that's why I say if it can be done safely in the majority of time it's not going to be safe. You're in the HOV lane because you're avoiding all the traffic in the right. So you're going to have a situation if you're trying to go the other way. Is the training in, is sorry, is the training as intense as RCMP training at Depot? That's uh, for Toronto Police. I, I can't compare it to Depot because I've never been. Right. I don't know, but it is intense. At least it was when I went through.
1: You know what? We have a minimum standard in Canada that all police officers have to attain. And uh, the Ontario Police College, Toronto Police College, even more so than the Ontario Police Police College, um, is it intense? Yeah, but it's not outrageous. It's not, uh, yes, we do drill, but uh, it's not like the old movies with drill sergeants and yelling and screaming. and.
0: It's more like yeah, a, a police academy? Well... <laughs> Police Academy is a different movie. If you've never seen it, you really are missing out. Uh, The best of the 80s had to offer. Uh, How can I legally store weed in my car? If it's sealed from the place of purchase, the legal place of purchase, sealed from factory essentially, uh, it can be stored anywhere in the car. Once that seal is broken, however, uh, it must be out of reach, similar to that of alcohol, out of reach of the driver. uh, It's supposed to be in a bag. And I would say the trunk is the best place.
1: So the two exemptions for it are... Uh, in the trunk or in luggage.
0: Isn't like a trunk, luggage trunk? Well, could could be the trunk in your trunk. I'm just thinking about, the, it's, it's, well, it's not junk in the trunk. It's, 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 it's. it's yeah, I got it.
1: I got yeah. it. don't Stop right there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, is there anything saying you can't put a plow on your ATV and clear a path to the end of your road so the neighbor can get out?
1: Yes. On a roadway, you can't operate your ATV. But on the very far right, if that is allowed in your municipality that you can operate a plow on your road. Now, you're not paid to do it. And your municipality should be doing it. Um, so, no, you can't plow the center of the roadway, even if it is helping people. Is helping people. Now, do, does it happen? Is your common sense? Yes, it does happen. Because sometimes the municipality takes a little while to do it. In the city of Toronto, absolutely not. No ATVs allowed anywhere in the city of Toronto unless it is for work purposes under, uh, under jurisdiction for the municipality of which uh, is responsible for the roadway. So you see these little um, vac- ATVs or, um, I don't know, I don't even know what they're called. The, uh, the go-karts, the vacuum go-karts? They're for roadway cleanup. They yes. meet the criteria of an ATV. They're allowed to operate as long as they're in the purpose, for the purpose of cleaning up the roadway. There you go.
0: The answer is that.
1: The answer is hard to spit out, but we got it out there.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Another person wants to know about our follicles. Uh, (laughs) We talked about that. Is it legal for your third brake light to flash? So, intermittent flashes of red light.
1: it Your w- turn signal is an intermittent flash of red
0: light. So, but the, uh, so I've, this is where I've come back to question whether or not flashing or is the strobe pattern intermittent, is on, off, on, off, intermittent. There's so many, I don't know. I've come, I've gone back and forth on this. The race, the flash, flash on. Do I think it's a good thing that it makes it more visible? I do. Does it make it legal? I don't know. I don't. I, I, so
1: there is a section out there that says it's not allowed. Right. It's under the OREG, but... I read it differently than some other people. And I say, well, a turn signal is a flashing red light. Turn and if it's not light.
0: amber, sometimes they're red. So I'm in it with you. So I'm that's where I'm, so, I'm in conflict.
1: Yes. You put your four-way flashes on. It is considered hazard lights, but there's intermittent flashes are red right to the back. What we're talking about is... Uh, and you see them all the time. I think Subaru started it.
0: Yes. The race light in the back, the bottom center of the, of the grill. Yes. Or the rear you grill. see
1: many motorcycles with it as well. And now it's, it's gone out to lots of people are, are retrofitting their cars mm-hmm. with this. So the brake light comes on, you know, flash, 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 flash. flash. Trying to get your attention. I see such a benefit.
0: Is, There's so many people with their nose in their phone breaking the law. I like it. But I appreciate that if it, see, and this is where I I, 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 I come down to that signals and, and such are flashing. Is on, off, on, off the definition intended as intermittent or is a strobe pattern
1: intermittent? Like,
0: I don't know for sure what they intended.
1: Yes. I would so lay the ticket. Is, are you eligible for a ticket? Yes, there is. Do Is it really clear? No. The law that they created isn't really clear for that. But I can tell you, if you're following somebody up in traffic, bumper, bumper traffic, and they have that strobe light on the back, it is ultra annoying. Oh, for it constantly, they Oh, touch, God, yeah. Every time the touch a break.
0: I get the bonus. I get the reason. But I, I also appreciate that it can be very annoying.
1: And uh, you went to the point where you still can't run into the back to try and break that light. But,
0: <laughs> get out and kick it. Uh, Zachary wants to know, if I go through a red light camera intersection while it's yellow and it turns red on me, is that a ticket? The answer is no. You had to have crossed the line when it was red. It had to have turned red prior to crossing the
1: line. But you are eligible for a ticket from me, a police officer, because you can't go through an amber light either.:
0: That's right. A yellow and an amber light means stop unless it's unsafe to do so. Right. The automated ticket the automated system doesn't pick it up because you have to cross the line once it's already red and it starts counting a timer of how many seconds it had been read before you crossed.
1: And all traffic lights have a minimum of a four second amber in the city of Toronto. Ooh. and if you are crossing the intersection, and it turns red, that means you've had four seconds to bring your vehicle to a stop, which is ample enough time to do so, even at an 80 kilometer an hour speed. If you're doing
0: the speed limit, you have more than enough time to stop appropriately, unless you've hit the point of no return, which would be impossible for anyone to stop safely.
1: And I've never, ever lost a conviction in court when you're in the intersection and the light goes red, Mm -hmm. because that shows how much time you've had yeah, that's when you're to accelerating
0: stop. to get through. That's right. Usually,
1: oh, I think I can make it. I think I yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll speed up a little bit. Yeah. I just, no. just
0: yeah, no. Jermaine uh, says, do you get to choose your work schedule when you become a cop? For example, seven on, seven off, or five and uh, days on, four days off. Uh, it depends where you're working. Uh, for the longest time, we run a different sch- shift schedule of Traffic Services than anybody else. Uh, we were on the old uh, compressed, and now there's a seven on, seven off, and certain platoons or certain stations are running on a different schedule.
1: So it all depends on where you work. Do you have a choice? No, but you can transfer to a different place to work there. Your work schedule is your work schedule. We have to have coverage 24-7, 365 days a week. So that's why there is a shift schedule to make sure that the coverage is always there. You can't just go, well, I don't feel like coming in today. Maybe I'll, you know, I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll start later. I'll start earlier. Can't do that.
0: No. It's it's a different kind of life when you show up. You know what time you need to be here and you can't be late. Uh, I've heard that eating sushi rise your alcohol level. So I've heard that certain sauces can have enough alcohol in your mouth to create mouth alcohol. That if you were to then blow immediately into a device, it would read something. Uh, But I do not believe it raises your blood alcohol content unless it's got actual alcohol in it that you're ingesting and raising your, your levels with.
1: Right. So if you were, you know, consuming something that had alcohol in it, that would raise your blood alcohol, but it would be so small unless you are, you know, drinking the- The sake uh,
0: that you soak your, you know, your, your right. sushi in. Um, but, but again, like chewing gum has sugar alcohol and could affect the reading, which is why we wait 15 minutes from you having anything before taking a test to ensure that it doesn't create mouth alcohol. We know that we're getting that sample from your breath. Right. Uh, my catalytic converter, we got stolen and I cannot get a new one for a few months. So I put a pipe there so it's not loud. Is it still legal to drive?
1: No. And huge fines. And I'm taking you off
0: the $615 is the new one for modifying. Now you didn't do the modification, but you've since repaired it to the point where it's now a modification.
1: So you can get an aftermarket catalytic converter and put that in place. They are much cheaper than the factory ones. Um, I would imagine you're waiting for a factory one that comes from...
0: Or financially waiting for one. It could be any other reason, but yeah. the fact is you can't drive with that one. No,
1: nope, absolutely legal. not.
0: Okay. Does the red light camera capture the front license plate or just the rear license plate? Uh, they are, red light cameras in the city of Toronto, and I can't speak for anywhere else, it's mounted behind. So it's going to get your your rear license plate. Um, people often ask about the speed radar, the uh, radar
1: for... Uh, Whether it's front or back or... My understanding it's always back. But that- My understanding is depends on the municipality and how it's set up on the camera. It can go both ways. I know our radar uh, that we use can get you coming or going. So. For, for the moving radar on a vehicle.
0: Our, our for self. anything. For oh. a
1: handheld radar as well.
0: Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I put a four-wheeler on a Honda Civic roof and go on the highway?
1: You know what? <laughs> you can. If it's secured properly. As long as it's secured. Boy, that'd be something to see. Yep, I want to know how you're going to get it up there.
0: And and how you're not going to destroy the roof uh, and and possibly crush it depending on weight.
1: Well, I guarantee you're going to crush it with the weight. But can you do it? Yep, seen it done. There's there's videos out there of it being done. You have to have secure mounting points. That has to be secured down in all four directions. The straps have to be secure enough um, to hold the weight of the vehicle from moving in any direction at any time, including in a crash. So... Can you do it? Well, yep. And
0: here's something to, to think about. Is it going to be easy to do? Yeah. Some people put the straps through uh, under the roof liner, like open the doors, do it on But then you're actually damaging the strap when you're slamming your door. You're not securing your door properly. You're also not, you're, 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 you're impacting that strap, which is going to degrade its quality.
1: And that actually is not lawful to, to loop it underneath. It has to be uh, strapped down in four directions. has to stop it from moving forward, backwards, left, or right. I don't know how they do it. And wrapping it around is just one loop, it needs four.
0: There you go. Do you recommend working in a different division than the one you live in? Uh, generally, we're not going to put you in. Like, I don't think the police service is big on assigning people to the area they live in.
1: Is it, uh, is it a no-no? No, it isn't. Um, an awful lot of police officers in the province here have to live in the area that Same they police in. Now, can sure. Now, can it, uh, can it affect you? Do you want, everybody will know you, everybody knows what you do. Actually in my neighborhood, most people know what I do anyways. Not that I tell them, but, um, no, it could be a little tough. You have an obligation to go out there and, um, enforce the law. And if it happens to be your neighbor that you're doing, it may cause a little issue when you get home, but you still have to do it. So.
0: Michael, in response to my copy about a cop comment about uh, police academy says, Yes, please, uh, Academy One, the re- the rest, uh, don't bother. I have the box set. I have all seven, I think.
1: Nah, the first one's the best.
0: I w- that's one that I'm, I'd Just like. Just like
1: Ghostbusters. For
0: sure. I'd like them to remake it, but I don't know if I'd like them to remake it. Because I'd be disappointed. Like Chips. When they made the movie Chips, I don't think I've ever been more disappointed in a movie. Uh, HTTPS Paul says, you have the best job. I've got a great job. I'm a police officer. I happen to be doing something that's also a lot of fun. Uh, where I get to uh, help people, but in a different way than yep. I used to. So this is this is very cool. I, I do enjoy what I'm doing.
1: And I uh, I have multiple jobs, and I can only come on the show, although I think it's very, very important that this show uh, gets made and we're talking to people. I can only be here, here and there. So I do it we- only when I can. Sometimes I give up my own lunch hour to be here for the hour because I have all my regular work to
0: well, we appreciate it so. when you come by because it's a lot of fun when you're here. Uh, Patrick wants to know if officers have ticket quotas that they need to meet. Nope, they let us write as many as we want. <laughs> just like John Pontarelli said on Chips. Yeah, uh, yeah, he said, ah, I asked my sergeant. He said I can write as many as I want. The deal is that uh, that, that no, we are never we've never been told we have to do anything. In fact, I would write far more uh, tickets if I had a quota than I would. I would just keep going. Why, why
1: would I stop? So myself as a supervisor, I want to make sure that the police officers that are working. Uh, for me are working when they're out there and not just sitting around doing nothing. So is that a, m- a way to measure um, their effectiveness? Well, it, it depends. It's not uh, it's not the quantity. It could be the quality of the tickets that are getting out. If it's addressing the the, the big four, uh, keeping people safe that way, if it is the big four and doing other stuff as well, I see that, but I also have to take into account what else are they doing? What calls are they going to? Mm-hmm. What investigations do they have going on? All sorts of things like that. Um, I wouldn't be too happy if the police officer got in their car, went out, spent 10 hours out there, and then came back in and had nothing done. Then there'd be a bit of an issue.
0: That would be a problem. Yeah. But also, you know, we're not looking for someone to go out and do one kilometer over tickets and, and fill a book of tickets. It's about quality, too. You know, why are we making a difference to make the road safer? Uh, and I think that's, that, you know, I you could pull over someone for uh, a, a cell phone ticket, end up all day on that, that stop because not only was there a cell phone, but they have uh, a suspended license and they have uh, Stolen a, car. Oh, uh, have- drugs, guns. Oh, everything starts at a traffic stop.
1: Yep. Most uh, most criminals actually drive, I heard. No kidding. I, I heard that.
0: Sometimes they're even licensed.
1: Yep. Sometimes. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: what are the fines for 5% tint on the side windows?
1: Depends.
0: Yeah. If you're talking about the side windows in the back seat and the rear window, it doesn't- doesn't really have an issue with that. If you're talking about the ones left and right of the driver, that's a problem because 5% tint means 95% of light is not getting through, Um, generally speaking. We're not talking about
1: if If you're actually meaning it that way, but a 5% reduction in the light transfer could mean that it's a 95% light transfer, most likely nothing uh, as a ticket and depends on where you are though. If the atmospheric conditions are such that that 5% of tint on there makes it hard for us to see or can't see you, then you could be eligible for a ticket.
0: And that would be a $110 ticket. But it's unlikely that you're talking about 5% tint or light blockage, meaning 95% of light is getting through. Most people, when they say 5% tint, it's 95% tint uh, blockage. So it's super, super dark. Limo tint. That would be unsafe motor vehicle if it was left or right of the driver uh, because it's beyond the 30% legal limit for certification. And uh, if it's anything more than 30%, you're, 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 you're off the road. We'll take, take your plates. Now, if someone wanted to be really lenient or if it was something that was, let's say, 20%, but it was dark outside, that would just be a ticket of obscuring the interior of your motor vehicle with a color or a reflective tint, and that would be $110. Yep. Anything on your windshield, though, that's taking your plates as well. doesn't I matter
1: have, what it is. I have seen people make the decision where they decided at the roadside, they would rather peel it off than have their license plates taken away.
0: So, oddly enough, Burke, uh, I can't pronounce your last name. Uh, hello, I have windshield tint that is 70% VLT tint. Do I get a ticket for that? What's the ticket? So, you have any tint on your windshield. Your vehicle is manufactured after 27, 2017 or later. That is a take your plates. You can't drive. It's not legal for the road. Unsafe.
1: Yep. Have done uh, it and we will do it again.
0: Now, Probably. some people have peeled their, their their tint off side of the road because
1: you're not driving away, it's not safe.
0: Yeah, the only way to be able to drive and, and save what a, yourself. And what a waste
1: of money and time and energy having your front windshield tinted when all you have to do is, tint, is have it peeled off.
0: And, or we, we wear sunglasses. Like tinted primarily, it's to, so people can pick their nose in private. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> we got uh, brake pop, intermittent flash, then steady burn. That's from uh, Ryan, the thin white line yeah, interceptor.
1: That's, that's the ones I was talking about. Um, started by the Subaru uh, group of drivers. Uh, We're, uh, we're humming and hawing on that. Technically, is it unlawful? Yes, it is.
0: Northern Pike says, hello. Uh, Muhammad Afak says, if your license is suspended for six months in Manitoba, will Ontario license get suspended? I have, I have an Ontario G license. If you're suspended somewhere else, you are suspended here too. You cannot drive on the license of another province. uh, If you're suspended in another.
1: Yes and no. So if you have an Ontario license that is valid and your Manitoba license which you shouldn't possess is suspended, you're okay to drive in Ontario. Obviously you can't drive in Manitoba.
0: I think there's a specific, specific provision that you can't drive on an Ontario license if you're suspended somewhere else. Oh, you're it's, saying on that the, license. It's
1: the other way around. So you cannot drive on a on another driver's license if you are suspended in Ontario.
0: Okay. I would I would be very cautious. <laughs> In general. You shouldn't have two licenses. It's unlawful to have two licenses. It is. So it's a different charge you'd be charged for.
1: So if you have a license from outside the country and an Ontario driver's license, why do you have such a thing? Where well, do you live?
0: But if you're suspended in Ontario, in Ontario, you're not driving in anything. Exactly. Because that supersedes. If
1: you were to present another driver's license and you're suspended here, yes, there's a specific charge for that. It would be driving under suspension and present a uh, license of another jurisdiction while suspended here.
0: Sierra 11 says, I hat. What Your is this? It? Maybe it's what do you think? Hold on a <laughs> They want to know what we think about the UK police. I've never had any, any bad experiences. I've, had, I've met some, 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 some good blokes.
1: <laughs> in fact, I've had good experiences yeah. uh, while over there.
0: I, I don't have any. I've, I've never been arrested by anybody, so I can't tell you what, how they work in that regard. But I've, I've nothing bad to say about any police services. Uh, I've just never had a bad experience. Okay. Uh, Kayla's got to bounce. we got to bounce very shortly.
1: Oh, yes, I do. Uh,
0: they missed their question. They missed their answer to their question about storing. You need to rewind, South Shore Danny. Uh, but essentially, if it's factory sealed, you can store it anywhere. Once the seal is broken uh, from the legal Ontario seller, uh, then it must be stored similar to that of alcohol, trunk, or out of reach or driver in a piece of luggage. Yeah. And of course, it has to be legally obtained. You can't have homegrown, because that's never sealed from factory. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Scroll on ahead.
1: Well, you are allowed to grow your own. But you can't transport it anywhere. You can't anywhere. put it in your car yeah. at any time.
0: It, well, is it at any time or is it just stored in the back just like any, like any other purchase? Uh, would it change? You can, you can transport plants, I think. I have to, I have to refresh my memory in. Mm, uh, yeah. Uh, Rusty Shackelford says, wouldn't make much sense to have automated enforcement get front plate if you're from a place like Quebec. Oh, okay, we're just having side conversations. Uh, boom, 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 John, frankly, is there any height restrictions for being a cop or can you be as tall as seven feet or as short as five feet? You can be any height because we had a police officer here. They had to customize a car to accommodate him. I'm six foot five and, uh, I fit in the current vehicles, but there was a guy over seven feet and they they modified a car and then he went to another police service. Yep.
1: yeah, And we do have, uh, people that are short as well. Quite, Um, quite. Yes. And they have to manually modify the car by pushing the seat really far forward.
0: And we have adjustable pedals in our vehicles. Yeah. Um, uh, Fat Sack says, I genuinely want to know why having a modified exhaust is illegal. A lot of people enjoy them. And a lot of people don't. You beat me to it. It is amazing <laughs> at how annoying
1: what you like is not liked by it. like it's, just, it's It's probably the number one citizen complaint mm-hmm. everywhere is the noise of illegally modified cars.
0: I hear people on the next main road going up and down all hours of the night and they're just driving. It's yep. not that they're racing.
1: I hear them all night. So even though you enjoy them, they're unlawful and the rest of the world doesn't like them.
0: People work from home day and night. People have babies who sleep day and night. Uh, you are impacting their quality of life. And you're also damaging hearing at times. You can hurt someone's ears. What? And, what? What? Yeah, it's a, it, it's a real thing. Uh, if you're uh, doing it on the racetrack, like I go to the racetrack, I put earplugs in my ears because I don't want to go deaf. But people with no license with uh, loud exhausts can go play there.
1: We were actually talking about it this morning. Sean had a uh, an inquiry from a citizen group about what we we're doing to combat that because it is such a hot topic.
0: Absolutely, it's it's and I, I found out that the uh, bylaw in Toronto has been modified. The motorcycle only by- bylaw is yes. now a motor vehicle bylaw. Wow, that's awesome! And not only is it used to be for idling at ninety two decibels, now it's anything, ninety six decibels. Ninety two still for at idle, but ninety six decibels if you're applying gas.
1: Wow, that's good. Yes, I'm glad. That, well, see, like everything, the laws are made or changed because of people doing stuff that annoys the rest of people. So there's one where the law has actually changed to make it more restrictive because people are going so far the other way.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's because someone's done something to cause an issue. Uh, Kevin says, don't forget my question. I, Kevin, I frankly, I don't see your question. I didn't see it. I'm scrolling back. Uh, you may have missed the question or I may have missed the question. Or it but could have I, been. During an error where we had some issues. Transfer over. Yeah. yeah. That that's a YouTube question, so it should be here. But uh, if you got a second, throw it up there again. We're we're trying. Hey, All right, want to join the live? No, he's good. <laughs> uh, how do you pre- how do you suggest preparing for police college besides physical fitness? Should you read up on the criminal code, highway traffic act? Familiarizing yourself with that fun reading for nighttime is great. Uh, but they were they're going to teach you everything you need to know. I would suggest. Focusing on maintaining your physical, uh, you know, staying out of trouble, being healthy. Uh, you're going to need to be really uh, physically ready to, for what's coming your way. Yep. The teaching part, pay attention in class and and get involved by asking questions and being engaged and then studying while you're there. I don't think you need to to get ahead of it, frankly.
1: Nope. They're going to teach you what you need to know, uh, the basics anyways, and then you can expand it from there. Like we have done, because we learned the basics a long time ago, and it keeps changing, so we have to keep reading.
0: Always, always, and always. Uh, when the flow of traffic is always around ten over the limit on some main roads, how would you, how would the police deal with this and enforce the limit? Well, any vehicle would be eligible for a ticket at that point, uh, but we tend to be focused on the fastest moving vehicles. We're looking for uh, not, not you know, five and ten over, unless you was in a side road where it was thirty kilometers an hour. Are we looking to uh, to ding people for ten over? Uh, It depends. Fifteen over all day long, I pull people over. If you know, in a sixty zone, doing fifteen over is
1: is but if it's a thirty zone,
0: oh, oh, absolutely.
1: If you're ten over, then for sure,
0: yeah, and just keep pulling them over until someone gets the message.
1: Now, is things going to change? I have a feeling that the government's going to expand the photo radar uh, out there because it does make things safer. So, if everybody's doing ten kilometers over, everybody's going to get ten kilometer over tickets. It's going to happen because everybody seems to think they can just do it.
0: Yeah. So I think you'll find that stricter enforcement is coming your way. Uh, so a follow-up on that, he doesn't have two licenses. He was passing by in Manitoba with his G license and got a speeding ticket and they have suspended it. So your Ontario license is suspended in Manitoba.
1: Mm. Right. But it would also transfer over to Ontario as well.
0: You're suspended, don't drive. Yep. Uh, that would be a bad boo-boo. Uh, got stopped going 80 and a Fifty-five. I've never heard of a fifty-five. My, oh, this is in the states. A state trooper.
1: Eighty miles an hour.
0: Uh, in a fifty-five mile an hour zone. That's a uh, big fast. Uh, but the ticket doesn't a number or anything, and the ink is really bad. And the cop said I can pay the ticket or go to court, but I can't figure out the. Uh. Okay, I would contact that local police service that uh, that issued you the ticket. Uh, that speed. I'm surprised they didn't arrest you because uh, that speed is 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 in, is in a felony in some states. Yeah. So uh, 20 miles over in some states is, is a felony and you're 25 over. So yeah, um, I'd reach out to them and find out if there's a warrant in your name because that's very possible. And then don't go through that state until you figure it out, hire a lawyer. Uh, will you impound me even if I peel my windshield tint during the traffic stop? Depends. We're not impounding you. Well, we wouldn't Depends. be impounding you for that for unsafe oh, vehicle. Well, I'd be towing. Towing, but they'd be yep. towing it at their expense to their place. If they didn't pay for it, it would go to impound. Right. So
1: owner, owner's request, you'd pay where it goes. So it, it all depends. You may get the ticket anyways, but the officer may allow you to drive away from there with your ticket in hand if you make the car correct and, and continue on safely with that. It all depends. It all depends on the officer. It all depends on you. It all depends on the situation.
0: Well, if it's hooked up on a trailer cause we've, or, or on a tow because we were towing it, and then you say, but I'll pull it off now. Well, it's hooked up. It's going. It's too late. Yeah. If you're saying, well, if I pull it, if, you, if, you, if you're reasonable and you say, I'll correct it right now, I would have a difficulty justifying towing your vehicle if you've made it safe.
1: And how about if you're willing to peel it off already? Well, peel it off. And then you don't have the problem. Nobody will stop you. It won't become an issue.
0: Peel it off now before you right. get pulled over. Yes. Preventative medicine. Uh, what's the rules on green flashing lights? Green where? You mean green uh, volunteer firefighter lights?
1: Or green traffic signal flashing. We need to know.
0: There's advanced screen, which is to allow you, knowing you can turn left before everybody else, advanced screen, uh, or, or go straight uh, on, a, on a green. Uh, but I think you're talking about volunteer firefighter. We don't have that here in uh, in Toronto, but in some jurisdictions, it is something that uh, volunteer firefighters use to get courtesy. It doesn't give you any special privileges. You can't go through stop signs. You can't uh, speed. But you, it is to to suggest and ask everyone who's in front of you to get out of the way so you can go and respond.
1: Which is probably better for the society as a whole, if you let them get to their truck and their equipment to come out and save somebody.
0: Could be your house. Could Could be be. your friend. Yeah. Uh, Question. Now we have manufacturers producing NG exhaust that go pop, pop, pop. The crackle is annoying too. An old thrush muffler still sounds good because it's not abused by the driver. So, excuse me. Um, I, I, I love the old muscle cars. I think they sound great. And I don't think that the people drive them, even though they could produce a lot of noise. I don't think in general, those more mature drivers are, are revving them up and causing the noise. But driver behavior tends to be the number one cause of these issues.
1: So an old fresh muffler, I'm thinking you're talking about the red cherry bomb mufflers that's actually in the legislation says that they're Illegal. not allowed at all. And yeah. They sound better than the newer pop, pop, pop ones. But it won't take long, and the new pop, pop, pop ones will be unlawful as well. Yeah. Because people are driving with it, and it's upsetting everybody. And if you're upsetting everybody, then they create a lot for it.
0: Now, uh, Burke is uh, peeling off the tint right now.
1: Uh, That's a ticket saved. We're we're happy. And you know what? It makes you be able to see where you're going, which is kind of important
0: the goal. Nathaniel wants to know if it's okay. Uh, sorry. Okay. So what's the rules on color tint? None whatsoever. Or am I allowed to do colored on the back? So colored is anything, whether it's blue, pink, orange, green, it's about the amount of light that gets through. It's not the shade of the light or the color of the light. The only real restriction is reflective is not, is prohibited for the ones, uh, for the front windows.
1: Right. So nothing on the front window of any color And last year, car was manufactured, um, Bacon's 2016.
0: Oh, 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 yes,
1: and previous, and it goes up to the top strip. They used to sell, you know, strips that you could put up there with your manufacturer of your car or your brand or whatever that is. Yeah. As long as your car is manufactured. Camaro. Yes. Manufactured before 2016. And it is only down three inches. And it cannot go past the AS1 line, not the PS1 Not the line. Or PS2
0: or PS5, depending on what game you're playing. Yep. Um, some states allow a tint strip or a, a brow on the top and a, and a bottom. They have to have a certain measured area clear. I've seen a lot of that, and that's not legal here.
1: Why do you need to tint the bottom of your window?
0: It's to create that little slit that you see through. I have no idea. Yep. Whatever the regulations are, people do it to the letter, and it's silly.
1: So color, but if you obscure the interior, confuse the interior vehicle, it could be, uh, you know, hard to identify you, and if you're doing it for it, that purpose, it could, may, possibly. It depends.
0: There you go. Who has to yield if a driver's making a right turn on a green and the other driver's making a left turn on the same road? So, <laughs> the they both have green, so the traffic who has, uh, is, is crossing over a live lane of traffic is the one more responsible.
1: Anybody making a left turn crossing a travel lane of traffic can only do so when it is safe to do so. Right turn has a right away, right turn, the person making the left, absolutely in all instances has, can only proceed when it's safe to do so. So if there's a, there's a possibility that you can't do it safely, you're on the obligation that you have to stop and wait.
0: I would love to keep going, but uh, not only are the technical difficulties exhausting, uh, we've only got five minutes till the half
1: hour is up. So, Oh, I'm gone. Five minutes ago? Probably now because I have something at 11.30.
0: So. Okay, well, you, you get out of here. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, to everybody, we'll be back tomorrow from 10 to 11-ish, and uh, we'll do it all over again. Don't forget your phone. Uh, we are here to answer traffic and police questions. Now, I do have a dad joke that I, I recognize here. Do, do you want the dad joke? Yeah, let's Okay, uh, Akela says, why should you smear peanut butter on the highway? It's to go with the traffic jam. <laughs> that's, that's, at least it's traffic related. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, it's better than the last one. Uh, and then the Yogi Berra quote is, I never said most of the things I said. All right. Uh, listen, like I said, it's been a slice. I'm going to play the traffic song because we do that at the end of every episode when I have enough time. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 10. So join us and bring your questions and uh, hopefully we'll have better technology. Yellow light, red light,
2: green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians, look out for bikes. And don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop the stop signs, look both ways, then go. Seat belt, save your life indeed. And watch your driving. Don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic.
0: Okay, question was just asked, what email do I respond to? If you go to trafficcop.ca, you can actually go to a submission form and send me questions there. They'll get it offline via email, and I'll respond. Anyway, this has been a slice. I got to go. I think there's lunch calling my name. Anyway, have a great day. Drive safe. Drive sober. No drugs, no alcohol. Park legally and smile because it looks good on you. Have a great day, everybody. <coughs>